The BBT Show. What do you call three guys in their 30s making a podcast? The Brandon Beef and Tom Show. Featuring Brandon, want to get rich or die broke try. Beef, a date which will live in infamy. That's the Gettysburg Address, right? And Tom. You paid $40 for that? everybody uh welcome back to the bbt show on this halloween eve how's things going over there in indiana tom and brandon well first i just want to say thank you to everybody for all the support all the support yeah have you been on like facebook and stuff lately everybody is saying let's go brandon oh they are yeah and i (laughs) just i just want to say thank you it means so much to me that everybody's out there cheering me on. I think what happened is everybody in America listens to our podcast and they realize you recently made a career change mm-hmm. and they're just like cheering you on. They know I'm doing my photography thing. They know I'm making a career change. I got my podcast and, and they just want to see me do well. <laughs> we, we know who the uh, most popular member of the BBT show is now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of famous. You know what? Maybe we could hijack this movement like people always try to do and like, Make an addendum to it and say, "Let's go, Brandon Beef and Tom Show." Ooh, hey, <laughs> Brandon might be onto something. Hashtag that, Brandon. When you said thank you for the support, uh, for some reason, all I could think of was like a bra. I think some like in my mind, whenever bra commercials came on TV, I really paid attention for some reason. Why's that? <laughs> Must have been the imagery they used. <laughs> and they those don't... acting boobs. <laughs> they. they t- <laughs> They talked about support, so for some reason, but you said thank you for the support. That's the the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, and uh, Brandon and Bra, gonna <laughs> remember watching movies as a kid. Actually, it wasn't me, but my mom used to tell a story about how she used to babysit the neighbors, and uh, anytime like something would happen, and there'd be like boobs on the TV, their mom would be like, "Cover your eyes," <laughs> and she said that Brian would always be like, "Mom, them's acting boobs. They ain't real boobs. I can look at those boobs." <laughs> Sounds like a real high class fellow. <laughs> Always crack me up. It sounds like you grew up to be a lawyer. <laughs> it sounds like to me. Our topic today is fatherhood. Specifically, the focus, the spotlight turns to beef because beef, you have a big life event coming up, right? Uh, yep. Baby girl is on the way here anytime now. So we, well, here in the next few weeks. <laughs> anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a FedEx delivery. It could be tomorrow. It could be a month from now. So, Beef, I told Tom yeah, the other night. the tracking I, information. <laughs> I was dead set that this thing was going to be a boy. And I was fully prepared to call it Beef Stick. And now it's a girl. I don't know what to call it. Tom had an idea, though. Yeah, Beef Junior, right? Jun- the Junior Beef. Yeah, the Junior Beef. It just makes sense. So, Beef, I know you're keeping yeah. the name a secret, but if we guess it. I feel like you should tell us, and I feel like we just guessed it. So, <laughs> so can you confirm yeah. that <laughs> Junior you Beef? You guys are right. Beef Junior straight off the menu. And uh, if this baby girl has blonde hair, is it going to be uh, the Junior Beef Cheddar? <laughs> That's I doubt it will talking. have blonde hair. <laughs> it could be a recessive so that- gene. Beef, your sister has blonde hair, doesn't she? Um. Well, not naturally. I don't know. Oh. Well, I you, could, think you so. could dye the baby's hair. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay? Uh, <laughs> Take the baby to get its hair did. That's okay. <laughs> Everybody in our family had blonde hair when we were kids because my mom would put bleach in the swimming pool, so all the cousins and everything would come over, and she's got these pictures of us all with this bleach white hair, <laughs> no eyebrows. I bet you guys looked interesting because yeah. uh, rather dark skin complected. Yeah, we were looking like a bunch of naked bull rats with suntans. <laughs> Everybody coming out of the pool looking like Eminem. That's <laughs> that was in the '90s when bleach blonde was in style. Your mom yeah, was, we just fit in. Your, your mom was doing yeah. you a solid. We were real white trash. <laughs> just one of those blue plastic pools. Yeah, everybody was out there swimming and oh. like their underwear and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like cousin Eddie, yeah. Christmas vacation with our flippers on. <laughs> uh, so beef, you don't think it's okay to dye baby's hair? I don't think so. <laughs> With the chemicals and stuff, it, it doesn't sound safe to me. I don't know why somebody would even do that. I'm just picturing you uh, at the salon with your baby and that foil in her hair. <laughs> All those chemicals coming off. <laughs> uh, when I mentioned to Lady Prego we were thinking about doing this topic tonight, just to clarify, uh, my 
my wife, my witch, <laughs> my baby witch. <laughs> Your she, baby witch. She's really, she's really going to kill me when she hears that. <laughs> Play the music. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you guys, too, Tom has a really nice wife. Yeah. <laughs> she's a really nice lady, and I don't know why he makes fun of her so much. Uh, I'm just so secure in my love and my relationship for her. Um affectionately poke fun at her. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, Lady Prego was <laughs> talking about the episode tonight. Uh, she's due about a week before Beast's wife. I said, we're going to ask Beef about this and this and this. And she said, well, what, what are the answers to some of those questions? And I told her. And she laughed and she said, okay, you guys all talk about what you think is the right answer to those questions. And I'll come on the next episode and I'll straighten you all. <laughs> she was saying that me, the third time dad, wasn't answering the questions correctly. So, so basically, Tom has two kids. Riley's nine. No, she's six and a half. Six and a half. Where yep. did I get nine? At? I she acts like a nine year old sometimes. I feel like she's pretty tall for. She is. Anyhow, Tom has a six and a half year old, and Howard's. Mr. Calvin is three and a half. Three and a half. So mm-hmm. he's got 10 years of uh, dad experience if you had the two together <laughs> here. Right, yeah. And he doesn't know any more than me, who has never had a child. <laughs> a lot of times I feel like I don't know anything. It's kind of sad. I was putting the car seat in the van last night, and uh, you have to put a new base in for a newborn. Beef, do you have your, your car seat base ready? What kind of subwoofer? Oh, is yeah. It? It's, it's, it's in already. <laughs> the base, yeah. It, it's, been, it's been leveled also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you know that, Brandon? I know that there's all kinds of crazy rules and yeah. that to be certified and you have to get a new one every six weeks. And the, um, <laughs> the first time I put in a car seat base, I was just wrestling with it for like an hour and it's supposed to be like pretty rock solid, not wiggle. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. with the new board, you carry mm-hmm. the car seat around and you drop it in the base and you're supposed to be able to go. Well, the base is supposed yep. to be like a foundation for a house. That baby is not supposed to move that much. <laughs> But I was so tired of messing with it. <laughs> and like uh Lady Prego came out to check on it. I was like, I think I got it. And uh, uh these new ones they have like a an adjusting thing where you can adjust the level because you're supposed to kind of elevate it depending on the age of the baby. But my ours didn't have that. They just said roll up a towel and stick it under there and call it good. <laughs> so I did that and I could not get this thing to tighten down. The latches in the, the lap belt. I could not for the life of me get it to straight tighten down. <laughs> Lady Brago comes out there and she's like, Oh, is it ready? And I said, Yeah. She said, Okay, cool. And then she grabbed it and it like moved like a foot to the right, a foot to the left. And she looked at me. I was like, Well, you do it. I was like, I'm sick of messing with it. You're not, you're supposed to be able to have like a, a couple inches of wiggle room or something like that. But yeah, that just, puppy just was like, like an inch it would have been yeah. like a mechanical bull if the dude flopped it Do you guys remember the car seats that we rode in? Like compared to what they are now? No, evidently. They were like, I had, I had a younger cousin that was six or seven years younger than me, eight years younger than me. So he used all the hand-me-down car seats that started with me, (laughs) which is definitely not legal now. Hell, it might not have been back then. I don't know. But I remember this one, it was gray and it had, it was literally like a piece of plastic. It had a blue foam pad on it and it worked like, like a uh, ride at the amusement park where the like. Bar comes down on the side, and that was it. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't remember a seatbelt or anything. It was literally just this like plastic bar that came down in front of you. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, man, like <laughs> that was pretty jank. And then my mom showed me a picture of the car seat that she rode in. Was and it, it was <laughs> like this little plastic <laughs> thing, like a seat with a tray, and that was it. Like there was not a bit like of safety ones, uh... about it. You got a McDonald's back in the day? <laughs> yes, Booster yeah, seats. about like that. <laughs> and I was like, man, now they have to like have a NASA stamp on them. And back in the day, it was like. <laughs> they say like, uh, please register this car seat in case there's ever a recall. You know, we can send you a new one. Mm-hmm. That's where they're at now. And uh, we were talking to my wife's grandparents once. They were both born in 1940. And when they had kids in the 60s and 70s, the grandpa just said he's just like man it's so it's so uh uh regulated now he said back in the day he said we just put them in a cardboard box in the back of the car he said they'd slide around a little bit but we never thought anything about it 
He said if they'd gotten in a wreck and he just shrugged his shoulders and shook his head, I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> I was like, man, times have certainly changed. Yes, they have. Uh, there's probably a lot more accidents than there used to be in those days. And, and in those days, cars, I think, were like, they had like steel frames and they had metal bodies and stuff, right? So they were probably a little more solid, but still. <laughs> My grandma and grandpa had a farm about a half an hour from their house. And uh, my grandpa's truck was like the three-seat bench. And I I remember many, 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 many times where we'd all load up in the bed of grandpa's truck and sit on milk crates and go like seven or eight of us out to the farm to like pick green beans or tomatoes and be like me and my mom and my cousins and my aunt <laughs> yeah. back there. And we're all just chilling on these milk crates and having like the time of our life and Grandpa would take us to get an ice cream cone, and we'd be hooping and hollering. And <laughs> like, like you'd probably go to prison for that now. Like the truck bed or the what? yeah, the truck bed. <laughs> yeah. That's common practice here in Hawaii. They even it's, do it on the freeway. Really? They got lawn chairs in the back. Do the they really? <laughs> going down the freeway? Do they ever get pulled over? Yeah, people got like actual couches in the backs of their trucks and the beds. Yeah, <laughs> it's legal here. I guess. So you can do that in Hawaii, but you can't like, I feel like you can't sneeze at the DMV without having to go home on lockdown for a month in Hawaii. Pretty much. <laughs> Seems like the rules, be, I feel like the things are so much stricter in Hawaii, but then they got people, basically it sounds like Florida, like half Florida, half New York is what it sounds like. It's uh, like how aspartame only causes cancer in California. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yeah. The last thing I want to say about vehicles is I think we got rid of it by the time we I knew you guys, but we had an old Nova, um, not like the sports car Novas, like the family car Novas from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was that or maybe it was a station wagon, but <laughs> in the back bench, it was it had it was like dual sided. So you could have kids sitting in the front facing forward like everybody else in the car. But you could also have kids in the back facing back out and facing rear, basically. And it had seat belts back there, and that was about it. And like, um, we go down the road, and like, I don't remember like a booster seat or anything else like that. I just remember getting when I was pretty little, um, getting strapped in back there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like so much of that stuff is just so different now. You remember the jump seats in the little trucks that were like the back seat, the seat set sideways? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't yeah. do that anymore either. Yeah, you remember that. 2000 Mazda B3000 I had for a while. It was basically a Ford Ranger. Yeah. It had those seats in the mm-hmm. back. Did it? <laughs> they were like six inches across. Like it, You had to have either young people or certain friends go with you in the back there if they wanted to fit. So, beef. anyway, uh, you've got your Toyota. You got the car seat all ready to go, huh? All ready to go. Crib's all good. Uh, pretty much anything so is that, that like needs a- to be assembled is all ready. Is that like a requirement to be a dad? You have to have a Toyota. It seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a, a you have a Honda, too, don't so. you? Or do you have a Toyota? I got both. The minivan's a Honda. The car that I drive now is a Toyota. By the way, mm-hmm. I have a sweet new bumper sticker that Lady Prego crafted herself. Oh, no. What's this? On say? the cricket. The cricket winch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a Toyota. And it's got Yoda from Star Wars, a picture of him. And it says Toyota, Y-O-D-A. Good idea. I, I showed it to one of our family friends today. She should patent that one. Uh, no, I saw we saw it online. Make a lot of money. <laughs> oh, okay. Try to patent a Disney product. Yeah, right. And probably send assassins, <laughs> the Disney ninjas, to our house to take us out. Uh, yeah, so I, I drove a Nissan for the longest time. I feel like if it's not a Toyota, a Nissan's a good option or a Honda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a lot of... Uh, Camaros, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I thought for a while I was kind of looking at a Challenger because you can actually have three latches in the back, like uh, not just seat belts, but they've got the latches for the car seats. You know what I mean? So they had three pairs and some Challengers. They have three pairs of latches in the back, which I found interesting. But yeah, I don't Toyotas know. Are pretty common. I don't know if it's have the Challenger <laughs> instead of the van. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> instead of my car. <laughs> I don't know if it's 100% legit or if it's something somebody did to be funny on Facebook, but I saw this thing and they said that Dodge is coming out with like a Hellcat minivan and it's like, oh yeah, you you told me about that. Yeah. It's got like Brembo brakes and it's on like Goodyear Eagles and 
and I was like, mm, maybe I can have a kid after all. Like, <laughs> That's going to be the deciding factor. <laughs> Some people like, wait till they have a 401k in a like a multi-bedroom house. Brandon's like, it's like 659. Here comes Brandon pulling the e-brake, sliding <laughs> that bitch in sideways with 500 horsepower to drop the kids off. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and that's a purchase you can justify right that's, there. Uh, absolutely. I mean, look at the time I'm going to save getting the kids to school. I'm imagining Brandon's child, whether it's a boy or a girl, like a baby Maggie in The Simpsons. You know what I'm talking about in the intro beef? Or oh, yeah. <laughs> she's got the little steering wheel. She's honking the horn just like Marge. <laughs> That's going to be Brandon. He's going to have like a little helmet on <laughs> with a little mini steering wheel. Brandon's going to be doing those, what do you call those, a knee brake turn or J turns? <laughs> Brandon's going to be tearing up the Meridian on 63. The baby's right. just going to be in the back. <laughs> Loving every minute of it. Park County Drift. <laughs> yeah. So, Beef, you got the crib together. Cribs are another thing that are very different than they used to be. They used to have those, oh, man. those things that would drop on the side, you know what I'm talking about, so you could get the baby out. They don't have those anymore? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I've been told that like those are so-called death traps now because the baby oh. could get stuck in You'd have in to unscrew it all. could work like a, a guillotine, too, if the baby was on the floor <laughs> and it went schwap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, you have to bend over now over the top of them. So Lady Prego, again, she actually she put the crib together today. She said that she didn't mind doing it, and I was like, please, have at it. So. She put it together, and uh, ours is ready to go now, too. It's mainly because Tom's very bad yeah. with tools, but... Well, well, that's not totally untrue, so... I actually honestly <laughs> feel better about the baby's safety knowing that his wife put it together instead of him. <laughs> One uh, thing on the crib, though, I think you can adjust the level of the the height of the springs where the mattress goes. Oh, yeah. Like, basically, just I, the height I of the mattress. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think ours, you can adjust that. Ours, you have to like physically unscrew it, and then you can adjust it up or down. But I know there's all kinds of different ones out there. So I kind of mm-hmm. want to do a rapid fire session with Brandon and Beef here, just to kind of talk about real life with a baby. <laughs> Brandon, I'm I thinking we can kind of pepper Beef with some questions here to to see what he's what's in his mindset here right before the baby comes. <laughs> I've probably been around a lot more babies than Beef has. Yeah, a lot of your friends have kids, right? Quite a few. Almost not Probably all of them. All virtually all of them. Not all of them, but like mm. outside of a handful. So I'll make fun of Brandon some on this episode because he's never had kids. Um, but I will say that Brandon is good with kids. There was one time he came over. I think it's just because Brandon's a bigger guy, and he can be kind of intimidating if you're a small child. Uh, and Calvin looked at him and just started crying. Do you remember that? <laughs> I think that was when you. It was had your- more than one time. It was when you had your mountain man beard. <laughs> yeah. But now when you come over, Calvin runs up and jumps on your leg and stuff like that. And Riley likes talking with you and Ashley. So Brandon is Brandon's never been a father himself, but he's good with kids. And so um, Beef is about to be a first-time father. Me and kids have, have a lot in common. common. Yeah, I think Brandon can identify yeah. with him. <laughs> we like chicken nuggets. We like Mountain Dew. We like toys. We like doing what we're told not to do (laughs) yeah we just kind of have some more beliefs we like making car noises in the middle of a doctor's waiting room or something (laughs) uh so beef uh we get called by our middle names (laughs) yeah speaking of that this is before we ask beef these questions this is something i wanted to note or see if you guys have ever noticed i feel like if there's a mom in a public place and her kid is misbehaving that mom tries to to be the disciplinarian all of a sudden she'll say the first the kid's first name and the kid's middle name and it's like oh well now she means business even though she ain't doing shit about her kid tearing stuff up <laughs> <laughs> and it's almost always a stupid first name followed by a stupid middle name you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like uh wakefield thomas michael <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> calvin's middle name is michael so mm-hmm. i'm getting flashbacks every time <laughs> she yells at him i'm like what i do <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you'll be at a restaurant and like the kid will be like throwing chicken nuggets with sauce on them at the window or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the mom will be something like Wakefield Prescott. And it's like, oh man, you're just making yourself look worse, lady. <laughs> like if you'd picked your kid up and taken him out, everybody would have stood up and clapped. But it's like you're standing there yelling at your kid and it's like stupid first name, stupid middle name. I really mean business. The kid's like flipping her the bird. <laughs> My mom had a secret weapon. Oh man. <clears throat> You know how in Mortal Kombat, 
it's like finish him. Oh yeah. yeah. And there's like the finishing move. My mom's finishing move was the bare butt spanking. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is it gonna hurt, you're gonna be embarrassed. How many times do you think you got spanked? How often? Like every hour or <laughs> Yeah, I mean like how many times a day? <laughs> a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, got- I uh I got regular spankings and then uh I got old enough and my mom asked me one time, she was like, You can either like go sit in a chair in your bedroom and read a book. That's probably why I hate to read today because that was like my punishment. <clears throat> or you can take an ass beating and I'd be like, ass beating. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd go back to raising hell. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, about three times after that, she was like, go sit in the chair and read a book. And I was like, can I get my ass beaten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got spanked multiple times a day as well growing up. My grandpa was like the enforcer like everybody he never hit anybody and everybody was scared to death of him mm. i was the only one that he ever spanked <laughs> and the stories were enough to keep the other kids in line we were uh he had this old tractor cab and it set out in the yard i was probably like eight eight and a half somewhere in there and this cab had been there my whole life and i was this thing ain't shit so I got this big lead pipe. He he had a farm, so he had all these kind of things sitting around and stuff. And I get inside this tractor cab. And I'm like, "Here's the pitch, right down the middle." Whoa! Brandon hits a home run, and I'm beating the windows out of this tractor cab. Mm. And I didn't think Grandpa would care. And he comes around the corner, and we make eye contact, and I realize I'm a deep shit. <laughs> And we talked about in the last episode that I'm not the fastest person in the world. Even when I was like eight years old, my grandpa could run like Forrest Gump. (laughs) And I took off and I think I got about three steps. And he like picked me up by the arm. And I remember like swinging through the air. And I got the hardest spanking I think I ever got. And Mm. I would tell the other kids, I was like, when he talks, he means business. (laughs) He would always just like look at us and undo his belt. And yeah. we would all hide. <laughs> you just had to spank you once, right? Yeah. That was all it ever yeah. took. One time. <laughs> yeah. I was picturing you smashing windows all carefree. Yeah. <laughs> smashing windows. There was more than once where he gave me it. that look. But. <laughs> that time you could tell he meant it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing Brandon too just swinging through the air as his grandpa grabs him. <laughs> <laughs> If we had known that would have happened, we would be like, man, I wish I could have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fight. Um, so the the biggest change for me when I had my first kid was sleep, sleeping through the night. And it's kind of appropriate that beef is a part of this conversation because <laughs> I had a work schedule where I'd get off late at night. And with beef being in Hawaii, it worked out to where when he got off work, we would be able to play video games online together. And so for a stretch there, Beef, we played Call of Duty and uh, MLB The Show quite a bit, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, fun times. And uh, it was coming up on Tisha's due date, but I thought, ah, she's going to be late. Uh, nothing's going to happen. So I stayed up until uh, 5 a.m. my time playing Call of Duty and MLB The Show with Beef. And as I like kind of crash into bed, ready to fall asleep for like four or five hours, uh, Lady Prego says my water just broke, and I said, "What?" <laughs> and she said, "Yep." So <laughs> uh, instead of storing up sleep like I should have, I stayed up all night playing video games like a dumbass. And then we went to the hospital, <laughs> and she had like a thirty-hour labor. And then Riley had—I don't know what her issue was when she was a kid, but she didn't sleep at all. <laughs> so it was like that was the last chance I had to sleep for about six months, and I didn't take it. So. <laughs> And uh, and beef, uh, I partly blame you for that. So I'm glad that you're in this position now that we can talk about it. So how much sleep do you think the newborn will get each night? How much do you think is average for a newborn? Oh boy, I'm gonna go with uh, two to three hours over the course of a night. Yeah, total. What do you think, Brandon? Uh, from, you know, the babies I've been around, they, uh, I feel like they tend to sleep all day long, 
but in increments of like two to three hours, and then they want fed, and mm-hmm. then you have to burp them, and then you have to change a diaper, and then they go back to sleep. They basically eat, sleep, and shit, and that's <laughs> yep pretty much their their existence for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, I looked this up and it said the average newborn sleeps 12 to 14 hours a day, but the key is like, when does it sleep and how long does it sleep in a row? And like I said, with our first Mm -hmm. kid, she, she did not sleep for more than 45 minutes consecutively and she didn't cry. She screamed like I was working at the newspaper at the time. And so did you guys do like a, a 50, 50 thing or yeah, we tried to share it. Uh, so she breastfed one time and then you would the next that's time. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I identified as a new mother at that point and just wingo magically. I could feed the baby. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just come over here a minute, dearie. Um, uh, Riley didn't cry. She screamed and like Lady Prego was parked out on the curb in front of our office and Ryan with the car's with the windows up and the doors locked, um, people on the other side of the building could hear Riley screaming. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> that constant. It like probably took several years off our lives. And at that time, I do have a point. At the, a little bit later, we got I had an an editor in there. He's like, "Yeah, I guess some babies don't sleep through the night." And like, I thought he was trying to be funny. And I was like, oh, "No, no shit." <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, he's like. Yeah, our kid, we took him home the first night. We fed him, you know, changed his diaper, put him down, and, and he slept from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. every night, like clockwork. And I, he was telling me this. He wasn't trying to be funny or mean or anything, but I really wanted to reach across his desk and strangle him. I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> and then uh, when Mr. Calvin was born, he had some digestive issues, and he didn't sleep very long or very well either. So I just, every kid's different. That's why I said I have a feeling Beef's going to get lucky. I don't mean to jinx you, Beef. I hope this happens for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that your first kid is a good sleeper and uh, you actually get some sleep at night. But it just seems like a total coin flip. There's no way to know what's going to happen. Right. We will see soon. So Beef is having a little girl. Um, you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't released a name yet. Tom, you don't know what you're having, correct? Yeah. I mean, we hope it's a human. But other than that. You know, I mean, I, I hope says, so too. Probably a good chance, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lady Prego's getting tired of that joke. <laughs> Is there like, do you have like a, a preference? Do you want a boy or do you want a girl or or do you not care? There's some advantages to having both. There's like, there's ways that I can connect with my daughter that I can't connect with my son in the same way, and vice versa. There's ways I can connect with him that I can't connect with her, and like, there's so much about having a daughter that I like. And thankfully, I have both now. And so I won't feel like I'm missing out or one or the other, but no. I don't really the only preference I would guess would be like they say that girls are easier when they're younger and then in their teenage years a lot of times they get harder. And they say boys are like little maniacs for most of their young lives, but then they usually kind of mellow out and they're a See, little easier to control. But. I feel like my mom and dad would tell you that somewhere around 16 I was pretty intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> You mean like now, Tom? Do uh, go ahead, beef. Well, I was gonna say, uh, don't all your brothers have uh, girls? Yeah, their kids are all girls. Yeah, yeah. This will be number ten on my side between my brothers and me, or uh, mm-hmm. among my brothers and me. Um, and in that, yeah, uh, there are currently four boys and five girls. I think. Oh, okay. So it's pretty even split. For some reason yeah. I thought it was mostly girls. Well, it was girl, 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 girl. There was four girls in a yeah. row. And then it was like mm-hmm. uh one boy, one girl, and then like three boys in a row. So I think I would want to know what I was going to have. Really? Yeah. I feel like you'd be old-fashioned and you'd want a surprise. Here's why. So one, I'd want to have like a nursery ready and have all that like taken care of and like a baby's race suit <laughs> yeah <laughs> where the paint the race car pink or blue um and then the other piece to it is i think deep down i would want a little boy because mm-hmm. i'd want to like you know buy him a quarter midget and teach him how to fish and do those kinds of things and throw a baseball and i, I don't know i feel like every dad wants to do that 
Um, maybe not, but I, I feel like that'd be way more fun than tea parties. And I feel like I would not want to be disappointed when my child came out if it wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made that joke. It's like, like everybody's had that Christmas where they're like, man, I think I'm getting that. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that looks just like a PlayStation. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. And you open it up, and it's a new pair of shoes, and you're like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Shoes? And it's like corrective shoes, not even yeah. flashy yeah. ones. <laughs> so uh, I feel like that's what it would be like for me. I'd be like, boy, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen uh, Riley interact with me. How many times have you seen Riley just, like, run into the room and jump and karate chop me on the shoulder or something? Like, True, true. She likes to rough house. Just as much as most, well, not just as much. She likes to roughhouse quite a bit. She's girly in some ways, but she's also a tomboy in a lot of ways. And, like, I've never tried to, I mean, I've asked her if she wanted to do stuff with me, but I've never tried to talk her out of wanting to do stuff. And she just, she doesn't give two shits about Barbie. (laughs) I think it's really cool when I come over and you've got your dress on and your makeup. So, you guys, (laughs) when you do the tea party, it takes a big man to do that. Yeah, that big man is not me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i've let her uh i think i've let her brush my hair what i have up there i told her to be gentle <laughs> and not mm. push any more out um she's never asked to put makeup on me and if she i would say no but like she's never asked to do that she has asked me to do like tea parties like actual tea parties mm-hmm. but she's never wanted me to like dress up with her or anything like that and so maybe i just got lucky in a lot of ways <laughs> But she loves, she likes to play golf. She likes to go fishing. She loves playing catch. Like, she will ask me, she asked me today, we thought it was funny. It was like 50 degrees, rainy and stormy outside. She said, Daddy, can we go outside and play basketball? (laughs) I just looked at her and I laughed. I said, I like the dedication. Basically, what I'm hearing is you wanted a little boy and you got a little girl and you made her be a little boy. No. (laughs) Let me be very clear. I didn't make her do anything. Riley is very much her own person. And uh, parts of her, like she will sit Calvin down and they have school and she will go through like lessons and give him homework. And if he like gets up and throws a stuffed animal at her face, she's like, <laughs> that's it. Time out. You know what I mean? She's still very much a little girl in a lot of ways. But uh, yeah, you just they're so different. And so it's been fun to see mm-hmm. the differences. I hope that like for both of you guys, Brandon, if you decide to have kids one day and be for you that you both get to have both because there's just so much that's unique and special about having uh, a boy and a girl. <laughs> it's really fun. Beef. Is there anything that you're like really nervous about? Like, like with fatherhood bearing down the door here, like something that you feel like maybe you're not prepared for a skill that you're going to have to have, or, you know, bringing the baby home or. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Not not right now. Feel pretty pretty well prepared, I think. When I put this like six and a half, seven pound life form in your arms that's like as fragile as a sack of eggs, like a sack of eggs. <laughs> I pictured like a sack of fish eggs, I think because we were talking about new life. <laughs> like, uh, are you trying to make me nervous now? I no, I'm just saying that's what I'd be nervous about. <laughs> I like Tom said, I really like kids, but babies make me really nervous. I'm like, afraid you're gonna break them. <laughs> yeah, the f- I I made it to like I held one of my little cousins when I was little, but as an adult, I was like 24 before I held a baby. I was always afraid I'd break them, and I was at work, <laughs> and a girl that worked there had a baby and brought it in, and one of the other like girls that was a server was holding it and i was like oh yeah nice baby and uh they're like you want to hold it and i was like nope and the next thing i knew they i was holding this damn baby they like them off to you basically like (laughs) stuck it in my chest and was like grab it or it falls (laughs) and i was so uncomfortable and to this day i I just don't feel comfortable holding the baby because they're so tiny yeah like Mm -hmm. one of my buddies they've got a little girl it's like four or five months old now and uh I go to their house quite a bit, and I'm just now getting to where I'm like, okay, to pick her up. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's a huge deal. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I move really slow. <laughs> They're just not sturdy. No, they can't support their head. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not. This is gonna sound awful, but I'm not a baby person. I don't. I've never like. They don't do anything. 
<laughs> it's nice when you when you've got your own baby and like is it because i'm not even sure i'd like my own baby that well like, <laughs> they the fact that i don't know there's a connection with your baby that i feel like no connection with any baby that's not my own like i hold them i'm like this is nice mm-hmm. i'm happy for you take even it your nieces and nephews <laughs> take it back i like to hold them a little bit because maybe because i'm related to them but also because mm-hmm. like i you know their parents really well, and you know you're going to get to watch this kid grow up. But I don't feel the need to hold them for a long time. I start to like them around four or five months old. Like when they start they, to crawl when around. They start to like have a little bit of a personality, and, and they, they start smile smiling and laughing. And like until then, <laughs> like man, man. they just not much there. Well, it's hard. Riley just screamed and screamed and screamed for the first solid three months of her life and the first time she smiled at me mm-hmm. i can remember the exact moment and then it's like that hit me totally different than anything else before it's just like what the hell am i doing wrong like why, how am i abusing this kid <laughs> why is she always screaming <laughs> and then she smiled at me and that that was a big that was a big corner that i turned i felt like but i walked and into she a, stopped screaming after that <laughs> <laughs> no, she, well she got better after that my little niece well she's actually my cousin's little girl, what I call her, my niece, um, Charlotte, when she was born, like, I remember holding her, and then she was, like, seven or eight months old, and, uh, like, she adored me up until about, I don't know, a year and a half, my, or I've got video on my phone of me, like, in the pool with her, and, like, we were, uh, sitting on the couch, and she was, like, laying in my arm, like, watching shows on her phone, and then after that, she hated me for, like, the next two years. Like, I would enter the room, and she would, like, start screaming and crying, and, like, <laughs> like I'm not going to lie, like, hurt my feelings, because I was like, man, I never <laughs> wanted a kid to like me before. Like, kids, like, always like me. Like, yeah. Every yeah. freaking kid I ever met liked me. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, here's this one kid that I want to like me. I can pick babies up all day long, little kids, take them up to the lobster tank at my job. Like, they love me. And here was finally this first kid that I was like, I want this kid to like me. <laughs> she hated my guts. <laughs> and my aunt would always feel so bad. And she would say, like, when I'd leave, she'd be, like, talking about me. And, well, I love Brandon, but I think it was horse shit. <laughs> Trying to talk her kid into liking you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I decided I was like, I'm going to bribe this kid. And every time, like, I would go around her, I would take her, like, a present, even if it wasn't, like, a holiday or a birthday or anything. And. She likes those uh, uh, hogwash juices. So every time I go see her, I take her like a bag of 20 of them and like a kid's meal. And I finally bought her love, but it took a few years. I love how worked, open you are. Yeah, it worked. I love how open you are about your feelings being hurt and just straight up bribery. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not weird to me, but it's kind of strange. There's been a couple times where I'm around my wife's family and friends and guys that I've never met. And like sometimes I find out later later that they've known my wife and her family for a long time and she's like she's comfortable around them. But especially with Riley, I would walk into a room, I didn't know these people. They'd be like, "Let me hold that baby." And I would just look at them like I'm looking at Brandon right now just like deadpan like, "Why? I don't know you." Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you from anybody. It's one thing like uh toddlers, I feel like men gravitate to toddlers because they're so playful and funny and goofy mm-hmm. you know what i mean but the babies mm-hmm. like women are usually drawn to babies mm-hmm. men oh they're so cute yeah oh. and women are like they look just like oh, you look at the they have the roles yeah they i have hate your... it when people are like <laughs> like so tom let's say tom has this baby and i'm like hey i'm gonna go over and meet thomas's baby we mean you're gonna go meet the baby, like you know, shake its hand, and say how are you doing, like it's gonna sit there and not do shit, but maybe shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so when men are like, "Let me hold that baby," it's like I would never like tell a guy like, "Let me hold your baby." If I just met them, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of weird. If we're friends for a long time, oh yeah, and like stuff like that, okay. But it's like, don't ask me that. And then I feel like the polite thing to I do. I feel like it's a weird thing to ask to hold anybody's but Yeah. Baby, no matter if you're a guy or a girl or like. And maybe you should be offered yeah, first. Like, that might be, I know. Yeah. I feel like the polite thing to do is to say something like, cute baby, looks like you, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
And then if they offer, be like, sure, I'd love to hold them. Don't be like, mm-hmm. let me hold that baby. Especially with a guy, if it's their first kid and it's the guy like you, Brandon, you're going to be walking around. If you ever have a kid, you're going to be walking around treating it like a sack of gold. <laughs> like if anybody, yes, you know what well, I mean? Let me hold that there baby. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> like that would probably be exactly what I would say. <laughs> Sometimes Brandon is just so eloquent in his simplicity. <laughs> he, he's saying what everybody's thinking. <laughs> so, we'll have to like edit that out, but I'm keeping that. <laughs> I have to, have to add like a sound effects. <laughs> I love that. That's 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 exactly right, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the focus is supposed to We were to be- all thinking it. I was just the one that was going to say it. <laughs> so uh, we took a slight break because I was feeling parched. And uh, I figured a dad would have really high standards on, on water. And Thomas <laughs> brought me this bottle of water. Uh, and I don't even know why I took a drink of it. Cause, you know, like, Most bottles of water are like 90% full. They're all like kind of the same. And this one was like... <laughs> 76% full and the cap come off like it should, but I, I don't know. This made me feel weird. I, I smelled it and then took a drink and then I was like, I think I have a beer in your fridge if I remember right. Tom, you can't, yeah. you can't offer him an unopened or unused bottle of water. I, I'm telling you guys, I feel like I've, I've done that before with that case of water. been like, I think somebody drank out of this, but then you check the safety cap or whatever on and it hasn't been cracked yet. So. <laughs> So, so Brandon is just a, he's real nervous. Maybe about one of your stuff. kids has been uh, poking holes in the bottles. <laughs> That's possible. So Tom brought me down a beer that I, I brought last week and, uh, I never got a chance to ask him. He, uh, brought down a much clearer beer than what I have. I think. What am I drinking right now? Yeah. Is that a, uh, let me guess. Is that an ultra? This is a, uh, a St. Pauli. Ooh, St. Pauli girl. Yeah. You want to guess how much I paid for it? I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> how much did you pay for it? I, I don't remember that being an expensive beer, but that's... Oh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> uh, Lady Prego, I'll cut this out if she doesn't want me talking about it, but she manages an Airbnb for a relative. And she said somebody had like a six-pack of St. Pauli in their fridge and left one in there, so she brought it home for me. I gave her a kiss on the cheek and said, thanks. <laughs> the beer winch. <laughs> That's right. I said, thanks, beer winch. <laughs> Never come home with just one beer again. <laughs> and then she send an old nag out for some more. <laughs> and then she uh, hit me over the head with a frying pan, and we laughed and kissed. And <laughs> uh, Anyway. So, Tom, I, I did want to ask you, what did you think about the uh, Three Floyds gumball head that I brought the other day? I don't usually like IPAs, but I thought that was decent. It's an IPA, right? It's an American wheat pale ale. So kind of like an IPA, but kind of not. Yeah, it's an IPA family. Okay. It's a weedier version, though, than normal. It's Three Floyds. Are they out of Indy? They are out of Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't think it's Indianapolis. I think it's more like Bloomington area. Oh, okay. Beef, do you like Munster, Floyds? Indiana. Where's that at? Munster? Huh. I've I've never never tried it. They're like a well known brewing company, aren't they? Or is it just that I've, I've heard of They're like it. a little it's kinda of hard to get their stuff. Because um, it's so popular. Yeah, they'll have shipments come into liquor stores and you can buy like a limited quantity. Um hmm. they have like special release stuff. I got this at Aldi's of all places, which I thought it was kind of cool. Tom's favorite grocery store. That's right, yeah. Because <laughs> they have all that, like, fake beer. Um, like, they had Brins instead of Beck's. They yeah. had. Have you tried uh, those, though? I haven't, but I was, like, laughing at, I was like, look at all these, like, knockoffs. Yeah. Like, the uh, they had, instead of uh, Blue Moon, they had, like. Uh, I forget what they call it. Like, White Frost or something. I've purchased that before. Huh. <laughs> Which will not surprise you. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but the. Uh, the boxes and stuff like literally match like what they're like pretending to be. Oh yeah, they're not trying to hide it. <laughs> and then I'm like, Gumball head? Like, wait, what? Like, you sure like, it wasn't called like Bungal head? Like they, something real close. They also had a uh, Sunlight Ale. Yeah, from they, Sun King. Yeah, and I was like there before. So if you got all these fake trash beers, 
And then they got like two really good Indiana beers. Well, I would check yourself for a second, sir. <laughs> they may be fake, but they're not trash. Yeah, uh, I guess I <laughs> Aldi's has like if you taste their store brand stuff. My mom got the fake white claws, and I can tell you that the fake white claw in grapefruit is trash. Well, okay, but it tastes like something I never even tasted. You're before. talking about a hard seltzer and grapefruit. In beef, I think you're the one that told me about white claw. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. There are no laws when I'm drinking claws. <laughs> beef keeps me apprised of the world event. Sometimes I'll wake up, I'll text Beef, and I won't hear back for a couple of days. I assume it's because he's working and sleeping, and then I'll get a string of like eight text messages in the morning that I wake up to. <laughs> beef lets me know what's happening in the world. Um, keep you up to date, man. That's right. I appreciate it. I, I like how we uh, go from talking about babies to beer all of a sudden. <laughs> The two are related. Depending on how your baby sleeps, you may or may not consume more beer. I wanted to ask you this. Uh, you can't ask the you can't ask a woman this. It would be considered improper. But uh, do you expect to kind of let yourself go after you have a kid? Beef. Uh, I, I, I guess no man so. expects to let himself go. Do you, Do you think you'll put on some weight after the baby comes? We're coming into well, beef's got winter in Hawaii, which isn't the same as winter in Indiana, but um. Mm. Are you expecting any changes um, to your lifestyle that might result in some uh, weight gain? I'm going to try not to let that happen, but I guess, uh, you know, it, it probably does happen. So just be prepared for that. What about hair loss? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already got that uh, covered there. So. <laughs> yeah, I've been losing my hair for 15 years now. I'm pretty good at it. The baby doesn't need yeah. to help me with that. Do you have like a baby carrier? Because I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. I'm giving you a hard time about gaining weight. Ooh. A big reason people mm-hmm. gain weight with the babies because they just don't go out and do stuff anymore. But you're in mm-hmm. Hawaii, where year round you can get outdoor activity pretty much. So, are you planning yeah. on going outside a lot with the baby? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we got the stroller. The uh, it's like a three in one stroller. It's a car seat. A three in one kind of thing. Explain yeah. this to a non dad. What exactly is that? Yeah, so you can turn it into a, like a flat type uh, stroller. What do you call that? Like a bassinet, or you oh, can yeah. Uh, yeah, it can be a diagonal stroller. Okay, or it can uh, or you can put the car seat in it and uh, so it's not like that a way. jogging stroller or something like that. One of those no, off road, the diagonal when they it's... call them jeeps, don't they? Yeah, this, uh, this thing's pretty durable. Like the wheels on it are pretty, pretty doggone solid. I we, mean, I'm sure you could jog with it if you wanted to. We got a jogging stroller with the beefy tires uh, mm-hmm. when Riley was born, and I felt like that made a huge difference because if you try to take those plastic wheels outside, it's like a squeaky. It's like a shopping cart with a squeaky wheel. They're always like shaking and trying to get off track and stuff like that. Uh, do you have a baby carrier? Baby carrier. Um, Would that be your hands? I think so. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking I about? I think we do. <laughs> you think uh, you do? Did your wife pick one out? What? What? What's the baby carrier? <laughs> Is that that's one of the things where you strap though. the baby to your chest? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we got one of those, yep. Okay. It's called like a bamboo or something. Huh? They've mm-hmm. got different brands. There's a Tula. Have you ever heard of Tula? Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly if you see... Because those sound so much alike, bamboo and (laughs) Tula. Supposedly if you see Tula's in the wild, you're supposed to do a call like, Tula, Tula. (laughs) Um, We got a new one for this baby. We'll see how it works out. It's called a Kalani. Or Connie. I don't know, one of those two. It's like a mesh, so it's supposed to be really breathable. uh, And you like put it over your shoulders and stuff like that. Do you think you'll use the baby carrier a lot, Beef? Um, I'm not sure, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, did you use one a lot before? Yeah, but yeah, both my kids are really squirmy babies. They didn't really like to be confined. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Calvin liked to be bounced on a bouncy ball. You may uh, <laughs> you may find yourself at at Target because you're basic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buying one of those huge exercise balls that you bounce on if your baby likes to be bounced oh. quite a bit. 
Uh, so we have one already. So. Oh, has she? <laughs> Trying to get uh, the baby out. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you say, Brandon, about Starbucks? I was just wondering if that baby drinks at Starbucks because. <laughs> Uh, I got pup cups. <laughs> you should have baby drinks. <laughs> you got to give your baby girl a pup cup. <laughs> Babies would probably love those. They could just like smash their face into them. I'll tell you what's been, as a non-father, what's been cool for me is to watch um, my friends step up into fatherhood and motherhood. And uh, some of them that, had done so by accident um, and some by plan, but <clears throat> just to see the changes that they go through. And, you know, there's been some that I thought, you know, maybe wouldn't be great parents and had have really stepped up and, and surprised me. And I think that's really cool to have seen over the last 10 years. In the beginning, as my friends would get married and have children, it was like at, at that point in my life, all I cared about was Friday night. And it was like, man, there goes another one, and there goes another one. <laughs> They're dropping like flies. And it was like all of a sudden I didn't have anybody to like hang out with anymore. But then, like you see, see people become dads and moms, and and the like amount of effort they put into it, and and how much they uh, adore their kids. One of our uh, friends that lives on the county line, Tom Beef. You guys know who I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. his little girl's probably. Like six months? Yeah, six, seven months, somewhere in there. And uh, the way he looks at that little girl is like, like he's absolutely infatuated with her, and it's pretty cool to see, like, how something so small has, like, taken so much of his attention. Yeah. It changes their life. Yeah. And it's cool, too, and not that person in particular, but sometimes you meet guys who they've had, for whatever reason, they've kind of had a rough time either settling down or kind of getting everything in their life in order. And you hear that they have kids and you're like, Oh, I hope that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but for the people that do that, when they do have kids and they kind of reorient their lives in such a way to prioritize and provide for that kid, it's a beautiful thing. Like they, and it's nice because there's nothing sadder than a guy who like loves his kids, but they just have a hard time, like keeping it together. Yep. And when they're able to find a way to keep it together when they have kids, it's always awesome. And you're just always so happy to see that. It's a transformation that I would have to go through if I had a kid. Um, yeah. So uh, there's something, Brandon, we've talked about before. I'm kind of, I want to see what Beef says. Talking about like a transformation and like having a kid and stuff. Beef, have you ever changed a diaper before? Um, Not in my recent memory, no. <laughs> <laughs> not in your recent memory. I think that's fine. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, well, you should have changed a diaper. You should have offered." What? It's. Can you imagine beef? Like he's a friendly guy, but well, that's another thing. Like, can you imagine him? Can I change your baby's diaper? <laughs> well, so you were talking about like it being weird for someone to ask to hold your baby. <laughs> yeah. like, can I take its underwear off? And yeah. <laughs> can I wipe down its genitals? <laughs> we're now past you know talking. We're. We're finding out what them hands do now. Right? <laughs> yeah. As I put them upside your head. Yeah. Um, I think, Brandon, you and I have talked about how, I think one time somebody said, like, you need to practice changing a diaper. And I was like, no, you don't. Have we Have we had this conversation it's before? It's like Alan Brandon? Iverson said, practice? Practice? Practice. We're talking about, about We're practice. talking about practice? <laughs> Not a game. <laughs> practice. That's exactly right. Uh there's no reason, like, I don't change diapers on kids that aren't mine. It's like, it'd be one thing if the situation, like, the mom was really stressed out for whatever reason and nobody else was there to do it. I would do it, but there's no reason to change somebody else's kid's diaper. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when it's... you. So, Brandon, you mentioned a transform, transformation. Like... I wouldn't when, want to change my own kid's diaper. Why would I want to change something? Well, yeah. You don't, like, enjoy it. You're not like, yes, it smells awesome, <laughs> and I love this feeling. Uh, like, if if you were like, hey, I need you to change the baby's diaper for me, first I'd start sweating and panicking because <laughs> I'm a germaphobe, <laughs> and I easily grossed out. I would probably vomit, I'm going to guess, and I think I would 
put the kid in the shower and hope you had one of them extendable hose things <laughs> and basically yeah. give it a car wash. I think it's how I would handle it if somebody asked me to do it. Give it a car wash. Yeah. Oh. I've got one of those long old timey wooden brushes too. So if you ever change a diaper at my house, I'm just going to throw that away. <laughs> yeah. Just assume it's been used. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, Brandon, change back diaper. Scrubber? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I use when I've been working like a man and I got motor oil and dirt on me. I use that to scrub it off. Well, that's a that's a nice one too, made out of bamboo. It's fake bamboo. Yeah, I got it at the Walmart. Oh. It was five dollars. <laughs> Beef, I want to know why you know what Thomas's back scratcher. <laughs> you been he in the scrubbing his back? I probably did tell him about it. I, I thought that's the one you got on Amazon, but I guess I'm wrong. I got it at the South Walmart. Shout out to South oh. TH Walmart, where they have forty oh, employees and one person <laughs> working the freaking cash register. It's a twenty-four hour one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they've got one register open for all their guests throughout the day. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so another thing I wanted to ask you about beef was uh, television and tablets. TV time. Part of being a parent, well, you always have an excuse to be late to things and to gain weight. They're like, oh, that just happens when you have a kid. <laughs> But another thing is you get to be judgmental about other parents, <laughs> whether you say it out loud or not. Uh, you, you get to criticize other other parents. Um, I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast the other day. We had Steve Renella on, which is a big hunter. He's got a uh, YouTube, does a podcast, and he's got a TV show called Meat Eater. I've and seen that, yeah. He goes on these like really dangerous hunts and stuff, and... He was talking about like his kids going to their friend's house and like watching YouTube and he's so scared what they might catch on YouTube and stuff. But he's had several, as he said, encounters with like black bears and cougars and bobcats with like his small children. And he was like worried what they might see on YouTube, but he's like had them in these like super dangerous situations. <laughs> he's like, I'm just like trying to uh you know put my kids in real shit and like make them like, you know, have some, some real life experiences. And he was like, you know, I, I feel very safe in those. Cause he's like, this is something I understand, but he's like, I freak out when my kids are on YouTube. Yeah. And it's like, it's so crazy. Like, you know, what different parents, you know, would think is okay. And, and is not okay. Well, there was uh <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like a bobcat you'd be like shut up i got it <laughs> um well there was somebody on youtube um encouraging kids to cut themselves like a teenager was that the nomo or momo or something like that it could have been it was oh a, yeah i think it was like a teenager that thought it was funny and they were like not like insinuating it they were like straight up encouraging kids to cut themselves and then uh the wall street journal did a story on tiktok and they uh, made like 40 fake accounts and they did them under 18 and um, they didn't like click on anything that was like explicit or sexual, but they just tested it out and they would like scroll through the app and then they would linger on something that was like semi sexual, like a romance novel cover or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then the next time they opened the app, it would be a little more sexual. And they said pretty soon they were seeing ads for like videos about like BDSM and like videos with nudity and ads for like products that you'd buy Terre Haute. We got Cirillas, but hold on time out. This was on what? This was a wall street journal news story. They made fake accounts. They're on uh, fake YouTube? accounts for what? TikTok. Okay. I'm not oh, on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. I was going to say, because it just seems crazy that shit like that would just pop up. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I know pop-ups happen and stuff, but like, well, yeah, all they did, they is didn't, like... Is that still uh, Chinese-owned? I, I think it is. And they didn't, to be clear, they didn't, like, click on an ad for something sexual. All they did was they, like, scrolled, and they just tested. They're like, what happens if I just pause here and let this romance novel ad play for two seconds and then get... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then the next mm -hmm. time, they're like, oh, you lingered on that. You must want to see more of this. And they're like, these, yeah, I think these people are 14 and 15. They're supposed to be 14 and 15 years old. And you're like showing them ads for like dildos and you know, whatnot. It's like, ugh. yeah, that's pretty bad. I think Facebook does the same thing. Oh yeah. If you linger well, on I, that, that, it'll show you something similar. 
Yeah, or even if you're talking about something that hears you talk, you know. Oh, yeah, I think they've seen you know you see an ad about it. And people, I don't know how many times like like me and Ashley were in Dairy Queen drive through the other day. And we were gonna get some ice cream, and she opened her phone and it was a freaking Dairy Queen ad, and it was like, or I've like talked about something like like tonight with you guys about like a baby carrier. <laughs> I have not ever searched a baby carrier. Yep. And chances are tomorrow there'll be an ad on my phone for. Let's, Let's look right now. And uh, people <laughs> act like I'm an idiot for carrying a flip phone. Well, you are. Instead of... <laughs> yeah, says the guy who's talking about <laughs> big tech peeking over his shoulder. So, Beef, what I wanted to ask you was, um, do you like plan on having a tablet to give to your kid or something like that to distract him? I know with a newborn, it's not the yeah. same, but do you have any thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Um, Probably not until, uh, you know... Two or three years old, I would think, but definitely would you know limit you know how long and what it's used for. I don't know. Screens just grab their attention in ways that nothing else does for most kids, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be tempting to do that. But <laughs> being the tight ass that I am, I bought Calvin a um. Well, I got it for both my kids. It's like a VTech tablet, but it has a stylus, so it's not a touch screen. You know. And, yeah, no, those are nice. Yeah, and it doesn't connect to the internet. Um, and mm-hmm. they can play games on it or they can draw. And Calvin loves to draw on it. But as of right now, we just limit it to car rides or times when he's like in the doctor's office, the waiting room with Tisha. Um, mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And like I see parents handing their kids like tablets or something like that. It just makes me nervous. Oh, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not like an iPad or anything like that. No. Yeah. That's, and the thing that's pretty, is. Uh, pretty young for that yeah and it's like if you just need 10 minutes and like part of it too is like if you're over at their house and the kids like screaming or something like that they don't want you to have to listen to their kids scream and so it's not like they have bad intentions you know what i mean but it's just Mm -hmm. uh it makes me nervous i've seen kids you know like five years old they have their own iphone already they're (laughs) doing the whole tiktok thing on their own yeah. That's kind of terrifying, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Do you think you'll uh, give your kid... What time do you think you, you'll you give their kid their own phone? Probably, uh, what, junior high or high school, yeah. Yeah. I just wonder, like, what's going to be normal when our kids are that old? Like, is it going to be VR headsets? <laughs> are they going to be pushing us for those? Neuralink. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of terrifying. Brandon, did you see any ads for uh, baby carriers? I did not, actually. I kind of forgot what I was doing. <laughs> Brandon's take proven... some time to process. <laughs> Brandon has proven our point over here. He's just scrolling on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> like a freaking two-year-old. He's like, look at all the pretty colors. Oh, so, uh, Beef, I wanted to ask you, too, also about um, TV. Mm-hmm. One thing that we so like it's i say i get nervous when people hand their kids tablets and they think of being judgmental i'm really not because there are times when calvin wakes up so early i want to try to let lady pray go sleep some more that i'll just turn on the tv for him for an hour you know what i mean basically try to buy some time um do you have any thoughts on tv are you aware at all of what kids are watching these days and like some of the stuff that's out there what what's your thinking on that yeah i mean I, i've watched some of these newer kids tv shows on on youtube they're awful um, yeah i mean they're yeah coco melon yeah what is but, uh, i don't want my kids watch coco melon they ask for it and i say no <laughs> I, think, I think it's like the new teletubbies if i see that playing at a friend's house i'm like thanks a lot because now my kids are going to yeah. ask for it, and I'm going to be the bad guy when I tell them, hell no, we're not watching that stupid shit. What about uh, Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig's not bad. What happened to Thomas the Train? I, I never watched that growing up. It's that still on the, TV, though. That was around. the only cartoon yeah. that I watched. It's still on TV. It's on the old I PBS. I think there's even a Ninja Turtles new newer one out. There is, yeah. Yep, a newer Animated, one. yep. Have you seen Coco Melon before, Beef? I haven't, but I think we talked about it before. I'll say, you need to brace yourself for how absolutely god-awful it is. 
Oh, man. Last question I want to ask you, Beef, is uh, I feel like you don't have much free time now, so maybe you're already ready for this. Do you feel like the little free time you have now, are you prepared for that to be affected by your newborn? Um, I mean, you know, pretty much just work and sleep, spend time with my wife, and play Tetris 99 on the Switch, so I think uh, it'll be good. Not much is going to change then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not not much. Work, sleep, feed the baby. Baby, well, the last thing I wanted to mention was uh, when I opened this, when we opened this discussion up, talked about how uh, the night before <laughs> Lady Prego went into labor with her first child, I stayed up all night playing Call of Duty with Beef. And now Beef and I both plan on bringing our Nintendo Switches to the delivery room. <laughs> right, Ooh, Beef? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and if the, the hospital doesn't have good Wi-Fi, we're going to complain, right? <laughs> <laughs> We could even play online together. We could uh, dominate. Once That's right. Again. Yeah, we could ask our wives to keep it down you. so we could uh, talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this uh, discussion on fatherhood up. Brandon and I say good luck to you, sir. And uh, we look forward to following up with you after the birth of your daughter to kind of see how uh, expectations have lined up with reality. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you, guys. Ugh! <laughs>